Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And I have my, my brother on the line with me uh, uh, today. And uh, every time we get together, it's always going to be fire. So, uh, bro, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, and uh, then I'm going to have a word of prayer. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is Ibrahim Musa Assad, longtime friend and activist of Brother Reverend Gant. And, uh, you know, I am out for our, our people to prosper and thrive. Back to you, Brother Gant. Yeah, glory to God. And I'm glad to have you on the line. Uh, and I'm waiting on uh, waiting on my other co-hosts to uh, call in. They usually uh, be on the line with me, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna continue to go to go forward and uh, and and keep on moving. All right, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour, Father God. We thank you for because this is a new day. And, Father God, we give you all the honor. Lord God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. In the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Take this broadcast forward, Lord. Let those that need to hear it, hear it, Lord. And those that hear it, Lord, let them be convicted. In the name of Yahshua, we pray. Amen. And thank God. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. So we coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. And, and you know, everything that I have said to you over these radio waves, and I started the, I started my broadcast in, uh, in, in 2017. We started this broadcast. And, uh, and, and, Everything that uh, everything that we discussed on this broadcast, everything that we brought forward, that we brought to light, uh, it has come to pass, or you have seen the evidence of it right before your eyes. Uh, you know, and right now today, you know, I'm sending out a strong message telling you to wake up. I mean, how long can you sleep? How long can you sleep with all of this that's happening around you? I mean, you you got the proof right before your eyes what's going on around you. How long are you? How long are we as a nation of people gonna be sleep? And, and when I'm talking about when I'm talking about as a nation of people, I'm talking about I'm talking about us as a nation of people. Okay, you know everybody else can do this, but us. The Italians they can come together. They can form their own mafia groups and and they can keep their their things together. The Japanese they come they come to this country they do their thing they keep their thing together. The 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 Mexicans they can come over here and they 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 
you know, do their thing. They keep their, their thing together, okay? And <clears throat> what's wrong with us as black America? When I'm talking about black America, I'm talking about the islands. I'm talking about Central America. I'm talking about South America, Brazil. I'm talking about all of us. Why can't we, as a nation of black people, come together and 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 build ourselves up as these other people uh, are, are so successful in doing? What what can you share on that, my brother? Brother Ibrahim. Yeah, uh, yeah. Alhamdulillah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I can share on that because. It's a time. That's what I. That's what our ancestors, my my father, my grandfather, and great grandfather, owned back to the 1700s, envisioned uh, that we where we would be at, and we would be a a nation of our own. Okay. And I've seen this. I've seen this over and over again in my lifetime, studying the history of our of our our communities, and that was the main purpose. Somewhere down the line, we became dependent upon the oppressor. Largis. Yeah, well, well, what, what about well, what about a house being divided against itself? Well, I mean, okay, we look at ourselves as, as we were talking about this earlier. We look at ourselves as Haitian, or we look at ourselves as as Puerto Rican, or we look at ourselves as as you know from from where we come from, Nigerian or, or Ghanaian. You know, we look at ourselves as where we come, as where we're living at, as opposed to as to who we are. Well, I mean, a house divided against itself can't stand. Go ahead, bro. You're exactly right. You're exactly okay, right. Hold, hold on. Hold on just one second. Okay. Okay. Sister Elaine Ritty, we're in the middle of the show, so uh, we're going to have you come in and speak in just a second. Uh, go ahead, Brady Green. Uh, just like you were saying, um, we talked about this morning, we talked about knowing the way. And uh, what happened was that we were doing our foot and all this, but then we took advantage of this and tried to control it and take the basic, the basic thing away from us. That was because we had similar problems, we recognized the problem, then we, came, then we, were, we had to come together to resolve the problem because what affected me also affected you. Now we have a situation that because I'm this, that, and the other thing, I'm more knowledgeable, I want to control what you consume what you want to do, what your thinking is, and tell you that, and therefore I am eligible to do this. So what, 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 okay, okay, while you're on that subject, what about uh, religious beliefs and everything like that? Because if you don't believe like I believe, then we got a problem. You know, exactly, go ahead. Exactly right. Malcolm X in 1963 at Alvin Baptist Church in New York City, he said he talked addressed that exactly. We talked about the balance and the bullets, and you can look at the whole, listen, the whole thing. He said yeah, that the balance, even, the balance and the bullet. Yep, go ahead. Even though that we separated by religious belief, you know, he went on and on, but we have the same problem. The same problem, I put in his word, is the devil. Is the people that oppress us and keep us from moving forward and doing what we need to do, which is take care of ourselves, be prosperous, be independent, and put our labels for our own benefit. Not even more fractured. Not only religions against religion, it's religion within religion. When it comes to North America, we got our own version, which is different from anything else in the world. And then we wonder why we we, we moan about harmony and coming together. But that means if I want to if I want to unite with you, you got to do it my way or the highway. So that's not unity. 
unit, uh, uh, and you were talking about, we were talking about Ghana, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Kuma, he, 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 he freed Ghana from the oppressive British colony. And he told them, and he told the rest of Africa, when they were going this unity thing, OAU, unity for unity's sake, how we all come together, come by y'all. He was saying that you cannot have unity. Okay, 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 Brassim, you're going to have to back up and explain to the audience about it. You're going to have to tell that story, okay, uh, so they can understand, you know, where you're coming from. So go back and, and tell them the story about that leader. Okay, well, uh, Kwame Nkrumah, he was a very powerful revolutionary. He believed in the square earth. He, he, he let down everything about the education, what the standard, the law is what a revolutionary is supposed to do, and who the pe- and who they working for. They're working for the people. They're looking for a change. They're not looking for to burn everything down. They want to change things for better where they can they can benefit out their own labor. We you know, the, the new revolutionary now is nothing but smoke the screen and cameras. There's no intent to change anything but their position in society and claim glamour and glory for doing nothing but speaking the obvious problem now. There's no work. You know, if you want success, success requires work. We talk about money and dollars as a power. No, people coming together and uniting with the same cause to fight against the same cause forces and bring about unity because you have to work together. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, therefore, if we do that, we think of that manner, whether you black or white, if you're in the same impoverished condition that I am and you have the same oppressor, then why not? If you're Mexican, you Asian or whatever, if you see the same problem, then we should unite by, by simple reason and fact that we, to, we can do better with a closed fist, all fingers in together, but we can use all hand, all fingers all spread apart. There's more strength in numbers and power. There's power in that when you have united cause. And we well, have- well, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying, bro. I mean, the the, 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 the the Vietnamese can come over here. They can come together and, and, and stay, in, stay in the same house, stay in the same community, and build their business using our income. Most of their customers are going to be from black America. Uh, the Italians do the same thing. The, uh, you know, every, even the Iranians, Iraqis, the, the new people that's coming in, they got all the gas stations and stuff. They come in and they're making their money off of the black community. Okay, Sissy Lane, I'm going to give you a chance to, to come in on that and uh, introduce yourself and then tell why why they everybody make money off of black America and why we can't come together and build our own economy. Go ahead, my sister. Hi, my name is Elaine Riddick. I am the president of the Rebecca Project for Justice, and the Rebecca Project for Justice is a transformational organization that advocates protecting life, dignity, and freedom for people in the United States and in Africa. And to answer your question, uh, these people who come in here, and get jobs, they already got their uh, voting rights. These people that's coming in here now already have their voting rights. The government system up in house. Lane, do you know that that some of these immigrants that are coming in here from like the war torn uh, countries, they give them, they give, they give those individuals like fifty thousand dollars to come to America to resettle but they can't even give us reparations for all the stuff that we've been through. Go ahead, my sister. Well, the problem with us getting reparation and them, you know, it's going to open up a whole can of worms. 
because, first of all, if they give us reparation, they're going to see black people rise up, okay? And the reason why they're not going to give us reparation has a lot to do with who we are. Black people are becoming awake now to their real true identity. Now, for instance, the Jews that's over there in Israel, right, the people that consider themselves as Jews over in Israel right now, they're not Jews. They're not us. They're not Israelites. Okay? okay. These are people that was put there because nobody else wanted them. So um, the Rothschild and the United Nations, the United States, and other countries like Germany and Russia, Europe, decided that they didn't want them in their country, so they, did, they developed a country for these people. So they assume and they took on the idea, our identity. So if they give them, if they give us money, we're going to rise up and this is what they're afraid of. They want to keep their knee on our neck. They don't want us to come up because, again, if we came up, they would have to tell us our true identity. Okay, okay, my sister. But, but, but see, they're, they're putting their stores. Their, their Chinese restaurants, their they're putting them all in our neighborhood. They're making money off of us. Well, you know what? Um, eventually, what they're planning on doing is running us deeper into the hood. And, yes, if I was, I mean, I am black. I was going to say if I was black, I would not frequent their store. But I am black, by the way. So, And I do not go near their stores. I do not support them because they hate us. You know, and the government brought these people in here, I believe, to replace black people. Because the more awake we come, the more they fear us, see us as their enemy. Okay, well, let me let my brother jump in here right quick. Hold your thought. What you got to say about that, Bray Well, you know, we were talking about that this morning. Um, I think it's a divide between what needs to be done. We talk about reparations, and we're going to get reparations. we got to get the intelligentsia, the bourgeoisie micro, to let that go of control. Because, you know, you were talking about we had dollar a day or two dollars. You know, that was a Friedman bank that was started after the Civil War. Well, people yes. put a large living and received benefits from But what happened was that the man that ran the bank, a white man in Washington, D.C., was living in such a lavish lifestyle, he, 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 he banked up the bank. And we have a lot of banks that come up since then. The bank, black bank ain't no new thing. I, when I come up, we had a black bank in Atlanta, Citizen Trust. But however, it defaulted whatever time, that's what things do happen to banks. It ain't because it was black. It was because of poor management in some cases. Some cases were because it black. But what we got to understand is you have to take self-responsibility to get something done. And you see that. Even though they give us $50,000, hell, some of us make way more than that in a year or a month. So when we get, you get that $50,000, it's what you do with it. Uh, Marcus Garvey pointed that out after World War One, that when all these people in New York was making these weapons of mass destruction, ships, cannon fire, ammunition, all like that, black people and black women, when it was over with, they took their money and bought the biggest, baddest car, bought the best clothes, and went and parted the best places, and the same poor white people, the same area, took their money, they bought homes, they bought businesses, they bought, they bought buildings. Right? And see, that mm-hmm. was the cause. <laughs> but if you take self-responsibility for your own benefit, if you see a, if a Chinese restaurant that's in your neighborhood, I still believe that ally is an ally. But why, if you go 
angry about it. Why don't you go and build your own restaurant like that, a Chinese restaurant in your name? You can do that. Well, okay, okay. Well, we used to have that. Okay, people get mad at me for saying this. Okay, and and, and Sister Elaine, you can get ready to come in here. Uh, People get mad at me for saying that we were actually doing better under the separate but equal days than we were when they decided to integrate everything because we had our own restaurant, we had our own, you know, everything, you know, and and uh, and we catered to those things. And like you were saying earlier today, that the black that the black dollar circulated in our community a hundred times before it went out. But, they, but that's not by default because our ancestors understood this. They understood that the value of food. We don't understand that. You right. think that we pay for money, and pay for money is a symbol of something that you, some success or something, but the power starts from people. You say, why the, why the Chinese can come in Japanese? Because they come in, they know each other. They come in a unified group. We, we have been so divided in our religion in our political view, and I, some people say that a white man saved you, and blah, 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 that you you didn't, you didn't were ignorant, you didn't have language, that's, that's, a, that's a lie, that you didn't have culture, that's a lie, that you didn't have Christianity, that's a lie, you didn't have, you know, that's a lie, because we already had those things, we created those things, and now those people of Israel, no, they're not Jew, they're European with some Jewish heritage to, the, to, the, to one of their great, great grandmothers. And, and now a black person can't speak, well, they won't even accept a black person as Jew. If I'm a black man, I can prove that my heritage, that somewhere both generations, fifth generation, I probably could, that my mother, that my grandmother was Jewish, then I'm supposed to be able to call over there and say, hey, I am Jewish, so therefore I want a citizenship in Jewish. I can't do that. White man, and you go, and you, you ask Jews about like Mono Weiss, Mono Weiss, look at this video. He can tell you that, and you cannot do that. They even okay. outlaw. You you're right. Okay, let's let my sister come in. He he just he hit some nails on the head. I'm gonna tell you something because as soon as black people get a dollar in their pocket, you know I would rather have a pla- walk with a plastic bag instead of a five thousand dollar bag purse uh, that somebody made. Okay, I can't. I don't even buy those kind of purses, so I don't know the name of the purses. You would rather go and spend five thousand dollars on a pocketbook than to buy yourself some food, you know? So he's correctly right. You know, we, we don't, we just, we don't know the value of a dollar and we, uh, and another thing, everything we get, they tear it down. Okay. But how, they but, burn but it up. Thing, how do, how do these other uh, races, uh, these other uh, uh, nationalities, how do they come in and set up in our neighborhoods and, and and make money off of black dollars. I believe that the federal government have this set up. When they buy it, when they give them money to get these stores and places, they tell them where to go. They don't want them in their neighborhoods. So they put them in black neighborhoods. Because you know what? They keep they would take the black money instead of spending it on us, we would take it and give it to them where they will put it in their banks, you know. So, they don't okay, want so, us so, to benefit. So, they don't so, want so, us to so, have anything. So if they, give, so if they give us reparations, we're going to turn around and give it right back and to the And give it right people. back to them. Well, 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 let, me, let me say something about this, right? See, when you talk about money, you're talking about somebody that controlled that currency of money. That's exactly. 
It has no value to it. It's an intrinsic. Even say gold. Gold is intrinsic because it depends on other people stating what the value of that gold is. Gold goes up and down. Like if it ain't go up and down, then therefore it's intrinsic. Let me tell you something, right? We don't value food and land. We don't value the basic necessities, water. Billionaires <laughs> and Bitcoin, they're buying water. Water reserves. Check out Wall Street. Check out Wall Street. Check out the magazine with you these billionaires investing in. They invest in water reserves under the ground. Oh, they invest in oil. Oh, no, they invest in water reserves. No, they invest in water reserves under the ground. They invest in gas. No, they invest in water reserves under the ground. You know what I'm saying? So we don't see that because why would somebody do or put all that money in water? Because they know, just like they, they claim they don't say there's no global warming, but they know that fresh water is, all, is, is almost a, a commodity. That it's, 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 yes. it's, it's you know, it's a, necessity, it's a necessity. See, so look, it's our thinking. Our ancestors knew. The play everyday man knew what his goal was and what he wanted to do, right? <laughs> but we, because, and the same thing with Chinese, right? They come in together, they see things together, they build associations. They got Chinese. Okay, okay. So, uh, they have brother unity. Ibrahim, brother Ibrahim, slow down. You're talking too fast. Slow down a little bit so they can understand what you're saying. <laughs> Okay, well, I know not, you get excited, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the first bit association who was started by. Take a wild guess. Booker T. Washington. Okay. Booker T. Washington and, and, and started a business. He called all the black businessmen from all over the country. Got them to come to New York City and sat down to set a businessman association. We still got one in Atlanta, but they don't do nothing. Because they have no value. If you want to teach Chinese value food, then you should be a part of the association in Atlanta to determine where business should go. I've got the name of it right now, but you can do that now. You can be part. You can put some people that represent you into the city hall, into the state capital, right? That represent you and not talking about it's all America. It's just that other thing, right? If you want to stop that, then you should you should vote and pick people to go on the vote that will stop you having a problem with it. If you want to worry about migration, you said, well, you know what? Instead of stopping it, what about the poor people in Haiti? Why don't we do like we did when we had a, in this country used to do? We would go down there and fix their coming way. You fix that way, like it or not. They where they are because they can, they can enjoy it like they have the same discipline that we have. I can't deny nobody from Haiti or nowhere else for coming to America. I don't want no Ukrainians coming here, but I want, I want more Haitians to come here. They deny them because what? The color of their skin. They not South America, why? The color of their skin because they brown people, right? You know, and a whole bunch of other things. But they need them to work. The economy is in turmoil now because they don't have nobody working fields now. It's more expensive to work in fields. But yet that's still the base already. So now one thing that Biden did good, I like, that he started bringing heavy industry back in this country to be made in this country. When I, when I was in the 70s and the 80s, I was a machinist, right? I made tons of money. I had my own trucking company in the 70s and 80s. I made tons of money, right? And I, can, I, I cannot make that money today. I can live way above my means. Salary has not increased the scale with the cost of living. We talk about inflation. We talk about all these hyperboles and these things, but we miss the basic point. What does it cost you to live? And then why, if, I got, if, I, if I'm a millionaire, I would go out and live like a millionaire, and then as soon as I get sick, as soon as I get sick, even though I got 80% of my, my cuts covered, I got that 20% that's going to kill me, right? Because, you know, it's so expensive now. You can be a millionaire and go broke. Oh, you, well, she didn't do that. Didn't much. Look here, I don't care how much money you have. But you, that, that's why that we have to learn that because this is called we don't see each other, come together with common cause. But as soon as they have 
I hear people talking about, oh, you work with a white man. You work with a white man. You work with a white man. You know what? What crazy is that? Why come you ain't got a job? I ain't working with no white man. Hey, that's like slavery. Are you kidding me? We were talk, I was talking to one group. We were talking about cotton. Cotton. You know, Booker T. Washington, they, 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 he came to Atlanta in 1895 to talk to cotton farming, the cotton industry that were black and white farming. And people say, oh, he's a sellout. They didn't, they didn't read the word, understand the context of the color of what he was saying. He was talking about black people do for yourself, build for yourself. Let them white people do their thing. We're going to do our thing. We're going to be strong for it. And it damn near happened. It was happening up until. Watch him, watch him out. We on live radio, so watch him out. But I, I, yeah, I'll I, I forgive him. But we don't understand that. We put it in a superlative, a big word. Like a bull, if a bullfrog had wings, he want to bump his dairy on the ground when he take a leap. <laughs> okay. All right, my my sister, my sister, what you have to share with us today? What's going uh, on? With the <laughs> well, you know, I think black people we need to get out and educate people. You know, they don't know, they don't see, and they don't hear. They don't understand what's going on around them because they haven't been taught out to think outside the box. You know, they don't see what's about to come. And where we're gonna, where they're gonna end up at, you know, that you know, you have more homeless people out here because things just slip through their fingers, and they don't understand, and we don't have no representation. Okay, so as far as those other people being brought over here, I agree. I bring them over here for jobs. These people from South America and the Cubans and all of these people. They're bringing them over here for a reason. And to me, the time is really funny that they decide to come over here when there is war. Black people can't come into this country. Black Hmm. people are not allowed to come here. We're not allowed to go anywhere. You know, and as far as the machines, the fields and stuff, you know, we used to work in the fields because I know I did. I picked cotton. I rode on a cucumber picker. I picked potatoes, tomatoes. I picked uh, what you call that stuff, uh, uh, peanuts and all of that stuff. Oh, oh Lord of Excuse me? I said, Lord of I did the back of that. I know that was trying to kill me, but I could understand uh, cotton. Yeah, we, we picked cotton. We had to go get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and ride on the back of a truck uh-huh. to get out there and pick cotton. Instead of us going to school for an education, back then in the 60s, it wasn't a requirement. We didn't have to go to school. In the 50s, we didn't have to go to school. You see, what it is is all of this stuff here that we are doing wrong is something that is in our DNA. Because when I was in the field, I used to hear my grandmother singing those songs, those slave songs, my mama. I experienced my grandmama's trauma. I experienced my mama's trauma, my aunt's trauma, and so on and so forth, which I broke it. I broke the circle with my son because I didn't want him to see me like I saw my mama and my grandmama and my great-grandmother. You know, I didn't want him to have to work in fields. But, however, by the time he came around, I think they had already gotten machines to do the work. They took the work from the black man, and when he couldn't, make the money to pay the mortgages on his homes, they came and they took the house. Mm. You know, so we, we need to go all the way back 
and think about how did this happen, when did this happen, you know, and then we can work with that. But right now, black, here's the worst thing that I've ever in my life experienced, too. I came up with a realization, and I see it for what it is. They got us praying to the devil. <laughs> they got us praying to the devil. Jesus is a black man. Every one of those people out there that changed his image gave us a white devil to pray to, and they are praying to the black real Jesus. Everywhere you go, into the Catholic community, into the uh, everywhere, into the to the Pope, everybody is praying. Everybody is praying to a black God, a black Jesus, and gave us a white devil. Then tell me, that's another reason why we can't get up, we can't rise up, because we're praying. You heard of Satan, you heard of Christian, which is named after. Uh, 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 Christmas. That's the white Jesus that we're praying to. Mm-hmm. They got us praying to the devil. And then I, I, someone came and was talking to me well, well, on the me, internet, uh, and he was a minister. And I looked on his wall, and there was a white Jesus and the 12 apostles. Okay, let, let me let my brother come in so we can keep the conversation going. And I'll come back to you. Go ahead. Well, you know, the sister hit it on the head. But it's a little bit more complex than that. But the, the problem is, but the same thing she said, right, it's the images. It's the image that we see. When you see Jesus as an image and you see white man and look, I, I, I met a guy, a homeless guy on the street. And he looked just like Jesus. I, I, I did put it on Facebook, right? I said, this is, I met Jesus. And he said that he was homeless. I said, who do you think you look like? He said, somebody did said Jesus. I said, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was getting at, right? So it's the image that we see when you see the Jesus and disciples, 12 disciples, which is the court, right? And you see everybody around you that's empowered to have money. Well, well, okay, okay, the 12 disciples. How, how are we going to get, okay, is Israel, that's Africa. How, how are we going to get white men in Africa? How, how, how can that be? Impossible. They were okay. born died in Africa. Even the prophet Muhammad slave walked along was born in Africa. Moses was born in Africa and died in Africa. Enoch was born in Africa. And before Adam was raised up in Africa and died in Africa. All the prophets in the in in the um in the Torah and the Tumud, the Bible, Old Testament, but the Torah, that's where they come from, that's where they died, that's where they stay. But then we have a European nation. Okay, you know, okay, 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 Ibrahim. Let me hear Sister Elaine. What what do you got to say about that? He's right. I heard you talking. He's right. But, now they got Israel is in that now they don't put Israel, Asia. They saying that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. I believe Jesus was born near what's the name of that place? Ethiopia. Now, you know, Bethlehem, he, it's in Judea. That's Africa. That's in Africa, but what happened is that the the planet split the um country the continent split. Oh yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah, you're right. They made, they made. Okay, what she's talking about. Let me speak to the radio audience. What, what she's talking about is the Suez Canal. Uh, they, they got together and they, they wanted to separate 
They wanted to separate Israel. They wanted to separate Jerusalem from from the from the rest of Africa. So they cut that Suez Canal in between them, so they can go between there and the Mediterranean. Okay, so so but 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 it's still Africa. It's still Africa, right? Go ahead, go ahead, my sister, go ahead. Yeah, I'll let the brother talk. All right, no, go no. ahead, go ahead, Ibrahim. Right. See, if, see, you know, study history was all research. is very fast. Now, the actual research is that was Africa was called Africa up until the Suez Canal, but that that was more than that because the British was given a mandate. And we talk about now Israel, we talk about the Palestinian mandate. You can look it up for yourself. I ain't got to tell you everything, right? In, in after World War One, the British named different countries. They wasn't everyone they named. It was these countries weren't even named then. You know what I'm saying? Palestine wasn't even a name then. But when they when they come up with the Palestine mandate, that's what it's supposed what to be. What was the name before Palestine, bro? Oh, that, that, but, but that, I, I don't, I don't, I don't it know. It was Canaanite before Palestine. The name of Palestine was Jacob. Okay, yeah. Then they yeah, named it Canaanite. That uh-huh. means black. And then uh-huh. they named it Palestine. All of that was black. It was black, but I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sis. I'm not going to disagree with you, but the history the history goes a different way. So, so what happened? Okay, what happened, okay now when we say history, are we talking about his story, the white man's story, or are we talking about history, the real story? I'm talking about the real story. You can look it okay. up for yourself. Well, you, know, you, know, you know me, brother Gant. When I tell you something, I can prove it out. You can look it up for yourself. If you look at the history of what happened, Right and why 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 is right? Then you will see the history of it. Now the history of it is based on the British taking control of that land and naming those areas like they did most of Africa, the French, the British, the Dutch, and all these names. Name oh, Africa what, what we what we understand it today, right? Okay. So anyway, getting back to get, and they separate between tribes. They separate these 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 lines of of countries between tribes. They knew they did it for a reason. They separated because they know there'll be contention and put this tribe in power. And then that would have they did the same thing in China and separated Hong Kong from the China mainland. Well, 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 they're doing the same thing with us over here between uh between us being black Christian, uh Hebrew Israelite, uh Muslim, uh uh, you know, the Crips and the Bloods and I mean it's we're separated on every on every front. Go ahead, my well, brother. Oh, okay, my sister, you go ahead and jump in there. You can jump okay, in there. while we're talking about Africa, see, what happened is Africa was not Africa. That's not Africa's name. If I can say it correctly, it's hard to say, but Africa's uh, true name is Abutulan. So the British it. went over there and changed the name and named it after him, Africa. He took, he wanted that land. The Romans referred to as that. Say what again? The Romans, the Romans, the Romans called it that when they, when they made, they started making conquests into the land. The Romans called it that. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, you can say, you can say, everybody got their little shit, but I can prove it, you know. Go ahead. Yeah, what I was saying was they changed the name of Africa of Abulan yeah. to Africa. It's not Abulan, that's Greek. You know, you know what it was. And somebody, okay. I, let me I, let me spell it for you. I, I, 
yeah, abula. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Greek. But but uh, if you look it up in the dictionary, you see this Greek. No, what he did, what the name of Africa was, it means land of the black people. the name of Africa before they changed it? Well, it, it, was, it means the land of black. Yeah, but but see, the Africans, if you if you do if you do more research, the Africans called their land the, uh, okay. the mother of mankind. That's what okay. Now the it was the real name of Africa. I'm gonna tell you now was Al Kabulan, and then they went from A L Abulan Akibulan A L K E B U L A N. That's what Africa's the continent of Africa's name was. No, it was it was whatever whatever language was spoken, what area it, they said. Uh, Al land, which translates to the Garden of Eden, the mother of the land, the motherland of mankind. Yeah, the mother of mankind. Yeah, whatever translate. See, the Greeks did that, and then the Romans did that. But it's about the uh, the language that whatever language they spoke at that time. It was about the mother of mankind. See, they were seaport towns. So they were, uh, uh, a lot of people don't understand what a seaport town means. They had a lot of trade and culture all the way out to the, all the, way out to the east, the far east, and up into Europe. So they, they, they combined a bunch of cultures and everything, right? They, changed, they manipulate language. Even the, the face of the people became of a different color. But that's what, that's what we don't understand about trade and commerce. That was the main driving point. If you study Greek history and mythology, then you understand that, right? They changed a, city, a, a tribe to a city-state. And, and mm-hmm. that's what that's and then, the, and then the Roman policy, et or something. I can't, I, I forget now. I'm sorry. But it means divide and conquer. Because you can divide a group of people and set, put land and culture and things uh, uh, part of them, then you can control that culture. And you know, uh, a great a great scholar, a historian, uh, his name was Carter G. Wilson, right? He explained that. And then for some reason, black people said that, oh, that don't mean an ocean. Apple. Look. What he was saying to you was that this is, this is what really happened, and then everybody else want to make something out of happen. They take the black people come from Africa as destitute, ignorant, without language, everything, and then enforce them into something else, right? That is a lie. That is the biggest lie because then you turn around and say the richest man ever had been, ever will be, was who? Out the same reason because you say the people didn't It was a black people. man. It was a mm-hmm. black man. Right. But but you know they don't equate that. Put the dots together. Well, how did he get gold? Gold got to be mine. It came from this place. Got to be mine. It's got to be heated up, you know, crucible. It's got to so they can get off the drop. It's got to be manufactured oil. You got to put chemicals in it so it just won't rub away. Cause gold is very soft. You got to do a lot of things that go to have a gold bar and make gold coin. You got to do a lot of things to have copper tin. You see these? Oh well, they probably no. They had to mine it, manufacture it to come out the images they want, right? Language. Language, language is like calligraphy and everything else are uh, images that people turn into consonants to turn into letters. And we don't recognize it. We don't say that. But when they come, they try to take But once they turn it over to the, the white or the aliens, right, all of a sudden it's understood. Oh, that was the language. That's what they were saying. This is what they meant, right? This, I, you know, oh, like, like it's a revelation. They knew all along. There were people who knew all along when they did this. And unfortunately, I wish it was collected. We see now. Okay, that, okay. That, so, 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 so people... How is it? Why is this still continuing in 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 our mindset today? Why are we still a house divided? Because go ahead, sister. Okay, the reason why we are divided is that because um, the Caucasians keeps us divided. Every time we come up, they pull us back down. 
Every time we build something, they burn it down. You know, every time we grow food or whatever, they do something to whatever it is that we are doing. You know, so it's hard when every time you do something, someone comes and destroys everything that you are trying to do. May I use an example? See, 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 you know, I understand what a white man did to us and what the intention was. But, you know, one example I like to use, right, is Tulsa, Oklahoma. Exactly. Yeah, the Black Wall Street. Now, if you ask the average black person that's sitting out there talking about Wall Street, they will tell you some kind of mystical story, like it just dropped out of the sky. Man dropped in the land and bought the land and put up them buildings. That was a why to that, because they were wealthy ranchers and oil bearers in t- around the area, just like it's a new movie coming out about the tribe, the Indian tribe. And some of them were black people, but anyway, I agree. But anyway, they were wealthy, but they could not be treated with respect and spend their money like they want to. One of the richest black women out there, a young girl, came out of poverty. She inherited this oil well. And they, and they, they, they stole they, it. Yeah, they stole it, but they changed the white. But listen, so all this, <laughs> so a, a black man saw the need of the people in that area. So he, so a black man was able to go to his store and buy some, some stuff he wanted from New York or his wife wanted from Paris, right? They had a little airport down there. People wanted to buy a plane or five plane park. Well, they had their own little airport out there, right? And then when the, when the trouble came in, it, I had I had some black boys so you shouldn't go out there and embarrass some people. Oh, we're going to say not again. Oh, they just like, no, they fought back. They fought for days, right, just like in Atlanta. They fought for more than just a couple hours. They fought for a day or so. And guess what? After it was all destroyed, they came back and built it up. They build it up better than bigger than it was before. We, they don't tell you that because they want you to steal humble on the humility and the stuff and degradation. They don't tell you how prosperous and how intelligent black people are to rebuild that bigger and better before. And what started then was the interstate and commerce. They put an interstate just like they did in Atlanta, like through, through Summerhill, like they did in Miami, Liberty City. They, they divided the town. They went oh, right to the and cut it off. And that's what that's what I want people to understand, right? That is, this wasn't no one-time process. It didn't happen no. They walk away like we do now. We see, some of, we see them tell us, oh, no, the white man, white. We walk away, we run. We run. <laughs> you know, but when it comes back to rebuilding, we want somebody to give us something. That ain't, that ain't how ancestors did things. If you tore it down, they build it back. I live in Atlanta where black people were prosperous. We had hotels, motels. We had, we had technical, we had business. We had, we called God. We had access factories. Black owned mm-hmm. right? And, and you know what? The shoe industry. Right now, who makes shoes? Is it these black people? Man, you can't even get a shoe repaired. Or everything. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you said this in a pocketbook. Pocketbooks were made by cobblers to make shoes. You ain't no black people making no pocketbooks. You're going to buy a pocketbook? You, I'll go to a black man and want to buy a pocketbook? Guess where it's coming from? China. Or it's coming from where? Somewhere, like you said, $5. Oh, They'll buy it in China and get the right to sell it here. They'll sell it for $5,000, too. Or they might be a good sum. Then they went back because you want to buy me. You know what okay, I'm saying? You, you know, I understand what you're saying, and you are correct, but Black Wall Street was not the only capital. I mean, the only place where black well, people were here rich. In Even it in Georgia, in they burnt it down, Lake Lanier. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. go into every state within the United States, everywhere black people have been, um, what's the word, productive, yeah, even in Wilmington. They burnt Milford down Wilmington. Yes. Uh-huh. They burnt down mm-hmm. Lake Lanier, all of that, Forsyth County in Georgia, Forsyth, all yes. of that land were black. And they burnt yes. these people under the city. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're not worried. Oh, they, they, they just open up a floodgate of water. And, okay, and the rest of the story is they burnt down Atlanta. We had a big riot that lasted several days in Atlanta in 1906. Guess what? That's right, in 1906. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of that, right, black people prospered and got bigger and better. Fourth War improved, and you had a you had a black man, Martin King's grandfather, A.D., we were born in slavery, was able to go out there and buy all white German neighborhoods and with the courage and intensity and, and to buy a white house in that German neighborhood. And we don't want to do that. We want to say it like that. We were all oh, well. But you know what people did after that? When a man is put down on the well, ground. Well, well, bro, let me, let me interject something on that note right there. Right now we have we have so many millionaires. When we talk about all the athletes, when we talk about all the entertainers, all the rappers, all the all the uh, people that's in sports. I mean, if we look at the Olympics and all the all the the young girls that that excelled in the Olympics and all, we have enough millionaires that we could create our own wealth. Why can't we come together as one nation of people? To build our own economy. Because well, for one thing, it's going to get it. But what about for one thing? Hold on, bro. Let her go first. You come in. You come in after. Go ahead. For one, for one reason, why we can't have it is because they are not marrying their people to keep the money in their neighborhoods. They would rather go into a neighborhood. What do you mean by that? Who's not marrying? I mean, the athletes, black uh, athletes. Uh, anybody that got money, most of the people, all our people, uh, they marry white men. Oh, 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 they white They marry women. white women. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Go ahead. I mean, all of them are marrying outside of their race, and they're ending up getting sued and are losing all their money. <laughs> this is what hmm. I'm saying, and they don't come in, they don't put... There's very few people that put money in the black neighborhood. Very few. And the rest of it, you know where it goes. Okay. You know, you know, you know and, and, and uh, over here in Van City, when I was coming up, that was a very prosperous neighborhood. You had to be somebody and live there. Mother King moved there in 1960, right, on Sunset. <laughs> but look, uh, but, but I'm going to tell you something, though. See, what happened was when the city stopped and stopped, people paid tax for 100 years, over 100 some years, people paid taxes on that property. They did it. You had a church that went around, Fisher Baptist Church, been 140 years on that corner where Martin Luther King Field was going to go. Now, we got a big old ugly dome, but I see now black person, now woman, and now Mexican building that dome. But the dome before that, a black man, one of the richest black construction, minority construction in the country, minority, not just black, minority, Herman Russell, right? Herman Russell, yes. Mm hmm. And, and, and also that, and one of the richest men in Atlanta at the turn of the century, he, he had 500 employees, and he had three daycare for him and ran an orphanage, right? That's what black money used to do. But now we have this whole thing. And see, we talk about the ethnic there thing because we see them. We don't see the billionaires like like, like the one that uh, uh, paid all them kids college tuition at, at Mohawk. We don't see that. Oh, we, we that he, he was a manufacturer. He had something to do with that, right? Oh, we see the everything, and we think that's a way to make money. It's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. Well, when you can sustain some money, right, you can sustain your money when you have a backing of it, when you can purchase and buy from black people and hire black people, you got a black business. And, and I, t- I tell the Reverend Gant today, they put a Walmart over there on Martin Luther King, which used to be Hunter Street, uh, uh, across this old restaurant, right? 
and it served black people. They had to go, they had to go long distance to go to a supermarket, and they pay more. They got clothes in there. They got fresh food and everything in there, right? It's different, though, and they got a security problem because where people live sometimes. But they have a lot of black people. Most of the people in there are black workers. They serve black people. That's a black business. I don't care who owns. That's a black business. And you go, you go down the street to another black business, right, call yourself a black business. It might be him, maybe white one of the children in there, and the food ain't good as he thought it was when they make it at home. But yet, he's going to say, wow, he won't come to me. They go to Walmart. They go to this restaurant. They go to the white restaurant. But you're not. In my day, my daddy told me we had restaurants and stuff. He said, what you do is you try to give your customers as good as or better than they can get there without to go in the white community. That's the way black men think. Now, no, no. We're oh, dealing with a different generation. Uh, well, you know what? But, but look at that. Look at the fact, though. That, that sustained us, that grew us, that made it where you are today. And when I hear a Negro say how bad things is today, Warlord, I was born in Georgia, in Atlanta, in 1951, a segregated South, in a in a in a in a Baptist state. Uh, they used to call it the Bible Belt down here. That's where I was born. <laughs> and you talking about restrictive? Hell, not only that you had to worry about the white people and everything. What they say, you had to worry about what the church, whoever church was in control, the Baptist church, what they say, what they did. You had mm-hmm. man, you you didn't have no freedom. I mean, cultural freedom and everything, unless you made it yourself and you was and you was demonized for anything you did outside of what they did, what these people that have got success in what they did and how they controlled the money and power, how they did it, right? And if you were to do it that okay, way. So, so, so now, okay, we're getting down to our last uh, few minutes. So let's yes. talk about solutions, y'all. Okay, Sister Elaine, what do you think we need to do Okay, coming from the Rebecca project, you know, what what do you think what do you think we need to do to turn I, this around? And I think that we need to start with our kids and start with the Rebecca project where we can go out there and bring housing. We can go out in the street and save our children. We can teach them some skills hands-on. They don't need to go to college. College is a lie. We need to teach them painting, roofing, plumbing, carpentry work, and we need to find things for the girls to do. But first, I have an organization, and it seems like nobody want to invest in it because it's not for me, it's for our children. Once you invest in the Rebecca Project, we can bring in housing. We can help our people. We can help our community. We can go to the churches that's being paid by the federal government to keep their knees on our neck and keep us down. We can go and ask them for money. But Mm -hmm. first, we got to start somewhere. We have to help ourselves like the young man said. Hold on just a second. Okay, I had to merge you back in. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right, go ahead and uh, finish your statement. We, okay, okay. Uh, again, I'll say a house divided against itself cannot stand. But but why does it always take a switch to make us move? Why, why do we come together when one of our children are shot down in the street? We'll come together. Why we come together when, when something tragically happened to in our community and we can't come together, uh, you know, in, in economic ways, in ways where we put, put, a, put a dollar together 
to to buy our own land, where we put a dollar together to to buy our own hotels. Why can't we? Why can't we come together economically as a people? Because 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 we let people tell us crazy stuff, give us conspiracy theories. You know, we used to do that. Well, you know what? We don't come together when somebody shot down the street. We come together when a white man shot. I've seen the news camp, all the cameras out there, and everybody pointing and participating, right, and telling us what the world is like and everything. They, they sit there, sound good, but guess what? Nothing occurs, nothing happens. Very seldom something happens. But then at the same day, at the same day, you talk about this one white cop that shot somebody or the last two weeks, the last four weeks a month, every day here in Atlanta, multiple homicides are committed in the city in the black neighborhood, and you don't see all people. Nobody, no. Well, well, that's what that's why they got mad at me because I was out there saying stop the violence, and I started with Black America first. You know, know, we we got to stop killing each other first. Yeah, I went in the community man right to the crime scene. When, when as soon as I could, when I happened, whatever I did, I would talk to people. They would tell me stuff. They would not tell the police. Some of them were scared because they were afraid that other people would take retribution them. They opened their mouth, right? You know what I mean? So we need we need to go back like it used to be, where men and women, adults, take responsibility and take care of their community. You have the police take do the police are after the matter of fact. They respond. They don't first, but they respond, right? After something mm-hmm. done, but you. As a neighborhood citizen, you see a problem, don't say, oh, it's somebody else's business. I ain't getting nobody business. Hey, hey, you ain't got it's no everybody's business. Everybody's business. Everybody, every mm-hmm. child in the neighborhood is my child. Every wife and woman in that neighborhood is my sister, my mother, my, you know, my wife. You know, my, you know, my family, that's who they are. That's where we was taught. God first, family second. God first, family second. Community third. Right? Then you start talking about the nation of America and all that such nonsense. You know what I mean? Your race. You start talking mm-hmm. about this. You start talking about all nonsense about nationalism. Somebody, you know, that's what you talked about. Okay, okay, y'all. We, we're down to our last uh, five minutes. So, uh, so Brother Ibrahim, tell, tell the people, uh, you know, how they can get in contact with you and, uh, and uh, what you got going on. And then, Sister Elaine, you come in and tell them how to get in contact with you and uh, what's going on with you. Go ahead, bro. Okay, well, I like to say, man, I always get contact me. I post sometimes on Facebook. Sometimes I do it on TikTok and everything. When I expect, you know, revelant on point information, trying to it my best way I can. What I seen when I was coming up in the child, what I did in the back of the past. But right now, I have nothing going on because the Negroes out there, they, I hear what I say, and they want to just they treat me like I'm a I'm a pariah, like I'm I'm a I'm a sellout. I don't know what what they you know. So they treat me everything right. They treat me now, and people don't went off to their own little. Pythons and kingdoms and sitting in front of the camera and TV, get nothing done, but no solution, right? But you know what? Everybody can have a solution. Everybody can be great if you do for their people, think for your people. Not because you're a new Black Council Party or you just that and the other thing. Because you want to do the right thing to improve your community, your life, and the people around you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I want to add that 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 my brother Ibrahim, he's representing. Uh, you know, Black Panther Party, and he's representing. Uh, he's representing. Uh, he's a historian. So, if you want to know anything about the history of Atlanta and things of that sort, uh, please uh, get in contact with him, and uh, and let him take you on a tour. Let him show you uh, where these things happen at. Uh, 
All right, Sister Elaine. Again, my name is Elaine Riddick. I am the president of the Rebecca Project for Justice. And what I'm doing now is I have um, the time to open up a home for our youth at risk, our abandoned babies, our children sold to the human trafficking, and our chemically dependent children. This is where I want to start with our, in our community, is taking the children off the street, giving them a home, giving them an education, and whatever they need to go out into the world to become productive citizens. That's one thing that we do not do with our youth. We just turn them loose. And I just want to take all of them and try to reconstruct the thinking of the juvenile, reconstruct the way a juvenile is thinking today. And in order for me to get this here off the ground, I have to have money. You can go to my website. It's the Rebecca Project for Justice.org. Or I and I am on Facebook, Elaine Riddick. I am the one that was sterilized in the state of North Carolina. I sued the state of North Carolina. I'm very determined. I sued the state of North Carolina and I didn't get what I wanted, but I got something. But you can uh, uh Google me up. You can go to YouTube and Google Elaine Riddick, um, Eugenic for sterilization, Depo Povera, and uh, anything else you want to know. I've been in my Alpha 21. Um, I've been in so many documentaries, right? And, again, like I said, I do live in the neighborhood, in the black community, and I do see what's going on, and I do want to help my, 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 my the youth because I see them, and I was a youth too, okay. a problem youth at that. So go to the Rebecca Project for Justice uh, website, or you can look me up on Facebook, or you can Google me on YouTube. Okay. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Jan coming to you live. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Blessings. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.